You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can find notes for this message along with more information about our church at church2911.com. Here's our lead pastor, Rick Hand, with this week's message. I know this is just a little bit different, but I wanted to share some things with you because so many things are still up in the air and a lot of questions out there, a lot of ideas, suggestions, and, and wondering of what's going to happen next. And you know, with the CDC guidelines, governmental guidelines, the coronavirus itself, and even you guys, some of you testing positive and some of you dealing with other issues as a result of the, the virus, you know, it seems like every time the church chooses to zig, something zags and we have to change everything. About three weeks ago, we were beginning to start some small gatherings, uh, live worship recordings and, and uh, some prayer services. And then myself and another staff member tested positive and we just had several things. And so we were worried that maybe we'd infected others. So we just had to back off of everything. And so now we're starting to get back into it. We have live recordings like the next one is this Tuesday night because uh, this is a holiday weekend. So we're gonna be recording our next live recording. You can come worship with us this Tuesday night. You can go to uh, church2911.com slash events and reserve your space and uh, be with us in worship. So we're beginning to start this back up. Teens are meeting, uh, young adults are meeting, beginning to start our gatherings again. With all this going on though, there have been so many things that, you know, questions that you've had. How, how do we handle this? How do we respond? How, how do we act? You know, as Christians, how do we act? I'm glad you asked because there's a scripture that has been, just keeps coming back to my mind. I mean, it, 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 in conversations, uh, I even had a conversation with my nine-year-old grandson and, and this scripture came up. Uh, uh, there was a, a time we just had some time at the lake and, and uh, this scripture came up and, and it just keeps coming back and, and uh, it just really got into me and I thought that's the scripture that my church needs to hear right now. So how do we respond with all of this going on around us? You know, not just the coronavirus, but everything else. How do we respond? 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 is the verse that's been on my mind and heart for a while. Let me, let me set it up just a little bit. Paul is he's admonishing Timothy. He's bragging on Timothy. He's talking about his faith, how genuine it is. And he says, he says, stir up that passion that was within you because of the gift of the spirit that has been put inside of you. And then he says in verse 7, for God has not given us a spirit of, some of you can probably finish that, right? What's that word? God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So the very first of that verse is telling us, we shouldn't be responding in fear. God has not given us a spirit or think this word attitude. We should not have an attitude of fear. Okay. And I know somebody would probably say, well, I'm not, I'm not scared, not scared of anything. Okay. Well that Greek word there, you know, because that's, that's how the, the, the new Testament was written is written in Greek. And so I'm not a Greek scholar, but I dug into it a little bit to see what, see what that word actually meant. And uh, it means, cowardice or reticence. Okay, so God has not given us a spirit of cowardice or reticence. What does that mean? It means God has not given us a spirit that would make us back up, that would paralyze us in fear, 
that would cause us to not want to uh, continue on and, and continue to grow and continue to fight and continue, as Paul said, be passionate about that that God has put inside of us. God has not given us something to hold us back. He's done everything he can to spur us on toward good, good things. So whatever is going on around us, we should not be responding in fear in any way. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, that verse says, but, but, okay, now that sounds like he's about to tell us what the opposite of a spirit of fear is, and he kind of is, but it's three things, okay? So I want to tell you those three things and, uh, and, and wrap this up. He's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Now, but the way that's worded, he's not just saying that he gives us power, but he has given us a spirit of power. He's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. There are all kinds of scriptures in the Bible, all kinds of promises. You and I, we know a lot of those about the power of God that we have been promised. We know that, that uh, the power that is in us is greater than the power of the world. That Jesus talked about the, the miracles that he did with his disciples and said, but even greater works than these you will do because of the power that I'm going to put inside of you. So we know there's all kinds of scriptures about the power, but this scripture, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it's not just talking about us having power, but us having a spirit of power. Again, think attitude, that we ought to be walking around in an attitude of power. Now, I don't mean cockiness, right? Uh, we all know the difference between being cocky and being confident. I don't think I've got to spend 10 minutes here to preach on confidence and not cockiness. Okay, we understand the difference. But you and I, I think what we do a lot of times is we quote all those scriptures. We know the power is there. We know we can pray and we know all that is there. But yeah, we still walk around with this attitude that we're really not sure about it really happening before. That's not the spirit that God gave us. That's not the spirit he put inside of us. He gave us a spirit of power or he gave to us the spirit so that we could have an attitude of confident power that God is going to take care of everything. Okay, so back to that verse. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a spirit of power, and he's given us a spirit of love. All right, in the same way, he's not just telling us he's given us love, but he's given us a spirit of love. Now, a spirit of love, having an attitude of love, is a whole lot deeper than just fulfilling a command. You know, all through the Bible, there are commands for us to love one another, right? Even love our enemies, to pray for those who spitefully use us. And so there are all these scriptures. People will know we're his disciples because we love one another the way that we love one another. But it's not just following the letter of the law. He gave us this spirit of love so we would have an attitude of love that is more than just, okay, I've got to love and I'll do it, you know, like, You've probably heard someone say, I've actually said it in my life as well. I love them. I don't like them, but I love them because I got to love them. Wrong. This is saying that we have been given not just a command to love, but a spirit or an attitude to love other people. So when life is falling apart or all this craziness is happening around us, when nobody knows what is going to happen next, how do we respond? Not in fear but in a spirit and an attitude of power and of love and a sound mind. Again, 
He's not just saying that he gives us a sound mind or a level head, but a spirit of a sound mind, a spirit of, of sanity, you know, not craziness and, and, and not being drama queens about everything going on in our life, but a spirit of, of sober mindedness and level headedness that no matter what is happening in our life, that there is a calm assurance because of the power, because of the love, that there is this, there's this peace that we have inside of us because we don't have a spirit or an attitude of fear, but of power and of love. So we have this spirit of peace, this calmness of, of mind. You and I, we are purveyors of peace in our communities, our country, our world right now needs this that God has invested in us more than any time maybe in our life. They need this peace that has been given to us, this love, this power, and this sound mind. This world does not need to hear another political speech. They need to hear the church stand up and share the message of Jesus Christ and do it in confident power, in a spirit of love, and with soberness, level-headedness, and a sound mind. Man, that sounds, like a, that sounds like a pretty good plan, doesn't it? It's the plan that God had. It's the plan that Jesus left us. It's the plan that has been put inside every one of us that is a Christian. It, it's it's a, so easy sometimes to miss that, to forget it, to let it slip away, to let all the stuff going on around us crowd our minds and cause us to do things outside of that plan that he has for us. But we got to stick with the plan. You've not been given a spirit of fear or a spirit that paralyzes you or a spirit that makes you doubt or a spirit that makes you question. You have been given a spirit, an attitude of confident power, of love, and of a sound mind. If you aren't a Christian, you're not following Christ, but that sounds like a good plan to you. I invite you to join us as we follow Christ because that's the plan he wants to give you also. Not a spirit of fear, not a spirit that paralyzes you or puts walls up around you to keep you from becoming all that you can be, but a spirit of confident power. Again, a spirit of love and of a sound mind. Then I invite you to pray with us right now and you can ask Christ to start that in you as we pray together. Father, I come to you now, and if there's someone that doesn't know Christ and they want to choose you today and allow you to, to start this awesome plan in their life as well, to not have fear, but to have power and love and sound mind, I ask you, God, to hear them as they, as they call out to you right now. And God, I pray for all of us, again, that are Christians. God, those of us who have, who have uh, maybe been swayed or maybe been distracted or, or maybe even without realizing it we've grown fearful of things that are happening around us and we've allowed it to impact our attitude of power of confidence of of love of peace and of that sound mind and help us get back to being the christ followers that you called us to be in jesus name amen if you need prayer, we'd love to pray with you. You can email our prayer team at prayer at church2911.com or text us at 205-336-2911.
476-2911. You can learn more about our church by visiting church2911.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at church2911. Thanks for listening to the 2911 Sermons Podcast. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.